centuries of thy word giveth light, it giveth understanding unto the simple. Welcome to the Bishop Francis podcast. Bishop Francis is the pastor of the Catch the Anointing Center, Lily of the Valley Cathedral, Teshu, Laskana. May you experience a supernatural encounter and be anointed as you listen to transformative preaching, insightful revelations, and down-to-earth teaching by the servant of the Lord, Bishop Francis Philip Asamoah. This message will revive, restore, and refresh as you receive God's word through Bishop Francis. Please do not forget to subscribe to his podcast channel to receive new messages. God bless you and enjoy the message. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for today. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. May your word change our lives today in the name of Jesus. And shall we say amen. You may be seated. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you are welcome to church. Turn to another neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm happy you are here. Ask your neighbor his or her name. But you don't know the name of your neighbor. And you want to say, neighbor, I want to be your friend. Is it possible to have your number? Amen. And tell your neighbor, thank you for being my friend. We want to talk about the blood of Jesus. Amen. For some time now, we've well, since last week, we've been talking about the blood of Jesus. Amen. How many have been blessed by the blood of Jesus so far? Yeah, so today we want to continue. So let's look at Leviticus chapter. Uh, 17 verse what? 11. Leviticus 17 and then verse number 11. How the blood of Jesus gained importance. Can we read it together? Ready? Go. For the life of the blood is in the blood. Okay. And I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. Can we read it one more time? Ready? Go. Everybody, let's join. Ready? Go. For the life, the blood is in the blood. Can we read it one last time? Ready? Go. Yes.
Hallelujah. So you realize that our life is where? It's inside the blood. In other words, it's the blood that gives us life. And even here, he's talking about what? The flesh. He said, for the life in the flesh is in the blood. So you realize that if you are totally well, nothing is wrong with you. You are not sick or anything like that. And we just connect a tap to one of your arteries or veins. And we open it and allow all the blood to come out. Even though you are perfectly healthy, because the life is in the blood, what will happen to you? You are going to die. Are you there with me? Perfectly healthy. But the life is where? In the blood. Hallelujah. Now, in the same way, eternal life is also in the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. So, as the life of the flesh is in the blood of the person, that's the same way eternal life, that the blood that carries eternal life is the blood of Jesus. Somebody say with me, the blood that carries eternal life is the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. So the blood of Jesus has been given to us to give us another life or eternal life. Amen. Because this, our blood, it can't carry us into eternal life. In fact, it's even difficult for it to carry you for even 200 years. Or you've not noticed. Amen. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Why this blood or how this blood became important. And number one, God revealed the importance of blood through the prophet Moses. And therefore commanded that blood should not be eaten. So that's what we are reading from here. So when you read verse number 12, let's read verse number 12. Ready? Go. Therefore I said unto the children of Israel. Stop. Let's, let's all read it together. Now, as we are reading the scriptures, there is power in the scriptures. And as you read it, a blessing is coming to you. The Bible says, blessed is he that readeth. Are you here with me? All right, let's go. Ready? Go. Therefore, I said unto the children of Israel, No soul of you shall eat blood, neither shall any stranger that sojourneth among you eat blood. Amen. So the reason why we don't eat the blood is because the life is in the blood. Amen. Now, I've been involved in killing animals, before sheep, goats, chicken, you know, and sometimes when you are not in the city, what we do is that you, you take the chicken to the backyard and you dig a small hole and then you cut the neck where the blood can come out quickly, okay? So you cut that place and then the blood, then you pour the blood into the, because you are letting the life that is in the flesh come out. The same goes with a sheep and goats. You cut the head at the certain point, and then the blood will come out. 
and you hold the animal there till all the blood comes out. And when all the blood comes, you see that now the, the animal cannot do anything. Amen. One day, we killed a certain chicken. Now, we thought that we had poured out all the blood. And then the chicken realized that if I lie there coolly, they will not disturb me. So some blood had come out, but not all the blood. You see, life is in the blood. And what we are, when you cut off the head, you are trying to let the life come out. Not knowing not all the life had come out. So we, because the chicken was still, we just took the chicken and put it in a pot. You see, these days, when you want, when we send you to go and buy chicken, you just go to what? Shop right to the market then they, they give you a dressed chicken. When we were growing up, it wasn't like that. You don't go to buy dressed chicken. You, go, you, run, you chase a chicken. You chase a chicken around the house. Chase, chase, chase till you get the chicken. Oh yes, that's how we used to get chicken. Are you there with me? So, when we put this chicken in the pot, and brought the chicken to the kitchen. The next thing we are going to do is we are going to remove the feathers. You see, we have some girls here. You, don't, you can't dress chicken. You can't remove feathers. Yeah. Yeah, when we say do chicken soup, you just go to shop right and buy a whole chicken and then bring it. So if you are not even careful, you go and buy the chicken soup and bring it. Amen. Hey. So we brought this chicken to the kitchen. And when we brought it there, we have boiled the hot water. Because we have to pour the hot water over the chicken. Those who don't know, when you pour it over, then the thing becomes there. Now you can take out the feathers. So when we poured the hot water, immediately the water lands. Landed on the chicken, then the chicken got out of the pot. Hey! Because there was still life, there was still blood in the chicken. So the chicken still had some last cards and some last moves to move because we had not emptied all the life or all the blood that was in the flesh of the chicken. So when the hot water landed, he said, No, 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 I'm not dead yet. Then the chicken got about because the head was not there, so it could not, but it was just struggling all over the place. So we had to catch the chicken and then kill it properly before we could continue with the process. Somebody say, hey. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you that the life of the flesh is where? In the blood. Clap for Jesus. Hey. So this is what Moses was trying to show us before even science could show us. Amen. Amen. Number two, long before medical science discovered it, Moses taught us that the blood of a person is contained in his life. You see, sometimes you can go to hospital to tell your blood is low. Hmm? And then they have to find blood to give to you. Is that not so? 
Yeah, because your life is in the blood. All right, so they'll, they'll, they'll find blood and then they'll pump the blood or connect the blood to you so that it will come and add to you so that you'll be more alive. Amen. And you see that sometimes, uh, I've given blood donation before in um, a country called, uh, I think, Nigeria. Amen. And sometimes, when you go, they'll say you don't have enough blood, so you can't give. Yeah, there are some conditions under which you cannot give blood. So we went there, and then, you know. And I know somebody who him, he used to give the blood because either he wanted malt or he wanted money or something. So almost every month, he will go and donate some blood, his blood, because he noticed that he was very healthy, so he can be. I said, hey, amen. Yes. So it's to show you that even your own blood is very important. You know, how many are happy when you are standing there and you see your blood coming out? Will you be happy? No, you'll not be happy because the blood is very what? Important. Amen? Are you there with me? Number three, because the blood contains the life of a person, it represents his life. Okay? Because the blood contains the life of a person, it represents his life. So, Sometimes, you see, like, if you look at Ghana flag, you see that the first portion is red, all right? And it's red because people who shed their lives or who lost their lives for our independence, amen. So, the red is the blood that was poured or the life that was poured us out for us to have what? Independence, if you, if you like, Amen. All right, so blood, again, is so important to us. And that is why the blood of Jesus is also important to us. Look, Leviticus chapter 17, verse 14. For it is the life of all flesh. The blood of it is for the life thereof. Amen. Yeah, for it is the life of all flesh. The blood of it is for what? The life, therefore, thereof. Is that not the case? Amen. So even your, your own blood is precious. Are you there with me? Your own blood is very precious. Number four. The blood has been chosen by God as the only thing that can be offered to appease him and to atone for sin. You see, last week we learned something very important in the church. We learned that uh, what? We are sinners. Is that not the case? We are, we are sinners by our lives. You know, we are sinners by birth. We are sinners by our lives. We are also sinners by choice. Okay? And because of, of that, we need the blood of Jesus to cleanse us so that we can be put right with God. Are you here with me? And you see, uh, in the first service, I was telling them that, you know, sometimes, eh, you may go to the full station, you say, I want petrol. Then the attendant isn't here. Then he puts diesel in your petrol engine. Would the engine be happy? It won't work. It will stop working. And vice versa. If you put what? Uh, diesel in a petrol 
engine or petrol in a diesel engine. Now, when it comes to God, God has decided that there is a certain type of blood that we can use for negotiations. Amen. It's not the blood of goats. It's not the blood of sheep. It's not the blood of cows. It's not even human blood. It's not the blood of angels. But who? The blood of Jesus. Somebody clap for Jesus. Amen. The New Testament, number five, confirms that only blood can save you and I. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 22. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 22. The Bible says, And almost all things are by the law purged with blood, and without shedding of blood is no remission. Are you there with me? Without shedding of blood, there is no what? Remission. Hallelujah. And not just any blood. If you shed your blood, there will still not be remission. If you go and take your biggest cow, those of you who have cows, you go and take your biggest cow and you shed the blood of the cow, it will be of no use. If you go and take your biggest goat and shed the blood of the biggest goat, it will also be of no use. Even if you take your firstborn and you, you see, you, we will, you see, Police will arrest you, number one. Number two, God will also judge you for killing a you, you see, all these bloods will not what, help the situation. There's only one person's blood that can help all of us. And that blood is the blood of Jesus. Amen. You see, Last week, I was showing you that when we sit in the church, sometimes we really forget that we are sinners. And we forget that we need the blood of Jesus. And we forget that our case is hopeless. Amen. And that is why things like pride, things like arrogance have entered the church. Because we've forgotten our true state. That without the mercy of God, we are nothing. And without God showing us mercy, we are actually going straight to hell. That's why I like when Paul said that Christ died for sinners. This is a faithful saying, or a faithful, uh, what, yes, saying that Christ died for sinners, of whom I'm what? Chief. Meanwhile, he was preaching all over the place. Miracles all over the place. Resurrection of the dead all over the place. But he knew that all this that I am, I am because Jesus Christ has saved me from my sins. That is why I'm all that. Are you here with me? Every Christian's attitude must be an attitude of Jesus Christ is the one who has, I'm a sinner who has been saved by the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah, you should even say that, I don't lie anymore, you see, because Christ saved me. I've always been a liar, but now that he saved me, I don't want to be a liar anymore. Amen. Are you here with me? Yes, that's what it is. My brother in the white shirt, can you come? You see this white shirt? Beautiful white shirt, isn't it? Do you intend to make it dirty? When you came to church, were you watching yourself because you don't want the church to be dirty? 
He doesn't want the shirt to be dirty. So, like, when you get born again, it's like Christ has given you a white shirt. So, he didn't give you the white shirt because you don't lie, you don't fornicate and all those things. He gave you the white shirt out of mercy. But now, when you are wearing this shirt and you lie, it begins to become dirty. If you fornicate, then it begins to become dirty. Do you understand what I'm saying? That is why self-righteousness is a very dangerous thing. Because the white shirt that you have is not your righteousness that gave it to you. It's the Lord's mercy that gave it to you. Hallelujah. But then now that you have this white shirt, don't lie. Don't fornicate. So that you keep this white shirt that Jesus has given to you, you keep it clean. So it's not that your righteousness is anything. It is Christ's righteousness that is here. But it's your responsibility to keep yourself out of trouble. Somebody clap for Jesus. Sit down. How many are listening to my gospel today? Hallelujah. Yeah. So we want to look at a few scriptures just to help us understand and see the importance of the blood. Let's start from Romans. Romans chapter 3 verse 25. Romans chapter 3 verse 25. Can we read it together? Ready? Go. Whom God have set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood. I don't think we are all reading. Everybody, ready? Go. Whom God have set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. Oh, clap for Jesus. Propitiation is like negotiations for peace. Amen. You see, for example, you, 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 have, you have done something in the house and your father is very angry with you. So now you are freed. Then you go and look for your, your, your father's senior brother. Then you say, oh, uncle, I, I've messed up at home and the way daddy is, is, is not easy in the house. Can you please come and beg my daddy for me. So when senior brother appears in the house, oh, brother, we beg. Then it's like, you look at your boy. Then it's like, you this boy, I'll give you a slap. Then you look at your senior brother. But because my senior brother has spoken, okay, no problem. Problem solved. Let's just let, let it go. Somebody clap for Jesus. So when God was angry with us, then he sent his son. So when God looks at us and says, you these guys, straight to hell, then you look at his son. Say, you guys, you are lucky. You just come home. Just, just come home. Amen. That is why in our Christianity, we should learn to be humble before the Lord. That is why, as we day in and day out, we must remember the Lord in our lives because our case is hopeless. But then he gave his son so that we can have a chance. Somebody lift up your right hand and say, I have a chance. 
because of Jesus. I have a chance because of Jesus. Somebody clap for Jesus. So whom God has given forth to be a propitiation, a negotiation for your release, a negotiation for your not guilty verdict, through what? Faith in his blood. In the first service, I was telling him, that's why we have songs like, What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow no other fount i know nothing but the blood of jesus hallelujah Amen. our next verse is romans chapter 5 verse 9 romans chapter 5 verse 9 can we read it together ready Go. 5 verse 9. Has it come? Romans 5 9. Okay. My Bible says, Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. Okay, that's come. Let's read it together. Ready? Go. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. So the blood of Jesus saves you and me from the anger of God. Are you happy about that? Yeah. It saves you and me from the anger of God. Because without the blood... It looks like there's so much about our lives that God is not happy with. But through the blood, through the blood, being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved. Hallelujah. Amen. You shall be saved. Amen. Somebody say, I'm justified by the blood of Jesus. I am saved by the blood of Jesus. Amen. Now, let's go to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7. Are we there? Beautiful. Let's read it together. Ready? Go. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Hallelujah. Amen. In whom we have what? Redemption. Now, what is redemption? Redemption simply means to buy back. Let me tell you a story. One day I met a certain man, and um, he works with a certain oil company. And then this man, a Ghanaian, he was talking to one of the white men, and he said, Ah, you guys, what are you doing with our oil? Then the white man said, it's not your oil. 
Amen. Oh, yes. All, all my stories are true. When, when, when there's is a fairy tale, there's a snake and there's a dog, something. But this, this is a real man and a real white man. Yeah. So I said, ah. So apparently this black man didn't understand what the white man was saying. So he continued to say, what are you doing with our oil? I said, no. Point of correction. It's not your oil. It's our oil. Because a group of people have decided that the oil that belongs to the land should be given out. So they've given it out. I don't know whether uh, the, 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 they pay royalty or I don't know what it is that they, how they've done the thing. But the thing is that the oil that comes from the country doesn't belong to the country. This is what the white man is saying. So you just take the oil and you go with it because it's, it's, not, it's, it's for us. It's not for you. Hallelujah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So that is what it means. You see, that is what sin has done to us. It's like what is truly ours. We've sold it out. So now it no longer belongs to us. So what Jesus has done is that in whom we have redemption, Jesus is the one who comes to buy back. He comes to do what? Buy back. So if Jesus is to save this land I'm talking about, he can come to the white man and say that this oil is uh, Ghana's oil. Then he'll say, no, oh, point of correction. Here is the redemption sheet. As you can see, you are no longer the owner. I'm the new owner. You, you are fired. And then bring the oil back to Ghana. You see, that's what redemption is about. So when we sold ourselves, you see, when you live in sin, you sell yourself to the devil and demons. That's what happens. All right? And we are already born in sin. And then we live in sin. Even as we are in the church, some still live in sin. Are you here with me? So we've sold our lives out to an enemy. But Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross, he has come with redemption or the ability to buy us back. It means that he pays off our slave master and collects us from that slave master. Are you here with me? So he said, in whom we have, when you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, then you qualify for his redemption. You qualify for his buying back. These are the things that help us to go to heaven. When you believe in Jesus, you qualify for his redemption. So wherever you were sold out, he would just go there. Hey, are you there? This thing. Okay, I'm the new owner. Here are the papers. And then we are, we are going with it. And then that's the end of the story. Are you here with me? Yeah. Every person in one time in our lives or the other, we sold out our lives to things that cannot save. We sold out our lives to sin. And then we sold out our lives even to hell. But for Jesus. I said, but for Jesus. Our story will not change. So thank God for Jesus. In whom we have redemption. Through his blood. That's why in my language we say, Yesu moja enkawenim. That's why we say that. So his blood is 
purchasing power for your soul. You see, the Bible says, what can man give in exchange for his soul? There is no price. There is no blood on this earth. There is no animal. There is no currency. There is no, you see, gold, silver and gold cannot pay for your soul. Uh, what diamonds cannot pay for your soul? Uh, what the, the blood of animals, what cows, uh, sheep, goats, all these things cannot pay for your soul. A good man cannot pay for your soul. In fact, the Pope cannot pay for your soul. Neither can the bishop pay for your soul. Neither can your reverend pay for your soul. Even if he prays for you for 100 years, he cannot pay for your soul. There is nothing on this earth or under this earth or above the earth that can pay for your soul. There's only one thing that makes atonement for your soul and that is the blood of Jesus. That is the blood of Jesus. So, redemption through his blood and the forgiveness of sins. Are you there? Yeah, that's can Put the mark back and let's read it. It's important for us. He said, or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Go to verse 36. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul. You see, so you can gain the whole world and still be lost. You will gain the whole world and still go to hell. You will gain all the riches, still go to hell. You will have a lot of houses, still go to hell. You may have dollar account, euro account, and even Chinese account and still go to hell. You may have nice dresses and still go to hell. You may even sing in the choir and still go to hell. But what makes the difference is the one who has gotten redemption for us. And that's what we are reading about in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7, which says that in whom we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Are you still here? All right. Let's read another scripture. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 13. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 13. Can we read it together? Ready? Go, go. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who were sometimes, were far off, are made nigh by the what? By what? Let's read it one more time. Ready, go. Amen. Are you there? So the blood of Jesus brings us close to God. 
Amen. Some years ago, I used to know the secretary of a certain president. And I realized that, oh, if I want to see the president, maybe this secretary can make a way. But if you don't know a certain secretary, it's going to be very difficult. So through this secretary, I have been brought closer to seeing the president of this particular country. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Which country? I won't tell you. It was a country. Are you here with me? All right. So what we are seeing here is that, uh, Pastor, can you go and stand there? You see, some time ago, you see that he's far away. And then when I mention the blood of Jesus, then you take two steps. So, but he says, but now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. So the blood of Jesus. So you see that he's coming closer because of the blood. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood, the blood of Jesus is bringing him closer to where the Lord is. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. And now he's right here where the Lord also is. Somebody clap for Jesus. Lift up your right hand and say, The blood of Jesus brings me close to the Lord. The blood of Jesus brings me close to the Lord. Amen. So we were far away, but the blood has brought us close. Isaiah chapter 59, verse 1. Isaiah 59, verse 1. Let's read it together. Ready? Go. Next verse. Next verse. Hey, do you see what is happening? Let's read it again. Everybody should read it. Let's read it again. From verse 1 to 3. Ready? Go. Behold, the hand... Mm -hmm. So you see that God's hand is not short, but sin. Can you come back, come and stand here? So let, let us say that I want to give Pastor Ennis this. I want to give him. My hand is very long. But sin. 
Maybe, uh, Reverend, uh, two of you come. God forbid, but they are black. So let's say sin is black. So they come in between. So now, you see, God is standing here. In fact, even turn your back. Watch this way. But, so you see that I'm trying to give him something. But sin have separated between me and him. And me too, I don't like sin. So I'm not going to come around the sin to come and give it. So I'm, I'm here. I'm sitting in my holiness. That is God. God is holy. The Bible says that God is holy. So he's standing here. And then you see this guy over here. And the sin has separated. So my hand is not short. I have a very long reach. But sin and iniquity have prevented him from receiving what he has to receive from me. Hallelujah. But then the blood of Jesus. Now through the blood of Jesus, this sin is washed away. So now move out. When the sin is washed away, then you see the blood of Jesus brings him close, buys him back, and then gives me the opportunity to receive what God has for me. How many understand what I'm talking about? This is what the blood of Jesus does. Now, we have to remember our state. Because when you don't remember your state, that is when you are full of pride. That is when church is not precious to you. That is when serving God, somebody has to beg you to serve God. Somebody has to beg you to come to church. Somebody says, oh, let me go to church today to encourage. The way the person is sweating, let me just go to encourage. You see, because you don't understand what Jesus has done for you. You don't understand what God has done for you. Hallelujah. But when you understand, oh yes, when you understand what God has done for you, you will always be in church. Are you, are you understand what I'm saying? Yes. You, you will be in church. Because you know what God has done for you. You will open your Bible. You will pray. Because you know that, hey, but for Christ, a dead dog is better than me. This is what charismatic Christians have forgotten. That but for Christ, I'm a dead dog. So maybe when we mention the blood of Jesus, somebody will say, oh, it's a basic I have to teach about uh, what steps to your prosperity and breakthrough and then, you know, some of these other nice topics. But the thing is that without the blood of Jesus, your prosperity means nothing. Without the blood of Jesus, your riches means nothing. It's the blood of Jesus that makes a difference in our lives. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you there with me? Wow. How many are appreciating the blood of Jesus now? Amen. One last scripture and then we'll be out of here. Colossians chapter 1 verse 20. Colossians chapter 1 verse 20. Good. Let's read it together. Ready? Go. And having made peace... Through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself. By him I say, whether there be things on earth or things in heaven. The blood of Jesus gives you peace with God. I said the blood of Jesus gives you what? Peace with God. You see, sometimes, even in the home, you see that... When they say a certain uncle has come, then your heart is beating because 
this uncle, when he comes, there's trouble. Or this auntie, when he comes, there's trouble. Or sometimes you are in school. There's a certain teacher. When that teacher comes, you see that the whole class has become something. But thank God for Jesus Christ. Because, and having made peace through the blood of his cross, when Jesus appears, there is peace. Because he's come to what? Reconcile us. He's come to reconnect us to God. Are you here with me? He's come to reconnect us to God. Somebody lift up your right hand and say, I'm reconnected. I'm reconnected to God because of the blood of Jesus. Give the Lord a shout. Amen. How does it feel to be reconnected? That's why we have songs like I am a new creation No more in condemnation Hearing the grace of God I stand you see, I am a new creation, no more in condemnation. Do you get it? That's why we sing those songs. Amen. I think those songs must come back. I don't know where they have gone. But they must come back. Yeah. And I will praise the Lord. And I will praise the Lord. And then I'll do what? For all that he have done. Oh, the joy, the joy. The joy that knows no limit. In my spirit, hearing the grace. And I will praise, and I will praise. Yes, I will praise. And I will sing of all that you have. Oh, the joy, the joy. A lightness in my spirit. Hearing the grace. Is it not beautiful? I am a new creation. No more in condemnation. Here in the grace of God I stand. Hallelujah. Lift up your hand and say, I'm a new creation. No more in condemnation. Because the blood of Jesus is speaking for you. When something now also quite sorry, they say, "Oh, the blood of Jesus." I know I'm bad. I know I wasn't good, but because of the blood, I have a chance. That's why I go to church. I know I was a criminal. I know I was somebody's girlfriend. I know I was somebody's boyfriend. But thank God for the blood. The blood has brought me close to God. Now I have a chance. Now I have a chance. Lift up your right and say, now I have a chance. Because of the blood of Jesus, I have a chance to serve God. I have a chance to go to heaven because of the blood of Jesus. Wow, put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Are you there? Is it not beautiful? Is it not wonderful? 
what Christ has done for us. I was listening to a song yesterday. It was saying, no guilt and no shame. All my stains erased. Yeah. No guilt, no shame. All my stains, all the sins and stains on me have all been erased. By what? The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Stand to your feet. Our time is up. Hallelujah. You want to pray and you want to thank God for Jesus and you want to thank God for the blood. Begin to pray and just thank God. Can we have the communion, please? Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes, the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the blood. Lord, we thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. You want to pray that, Lord, today as we take communion, Lord, may I always remember your body that was broken for me. And may I always remember your precious blood that was shed for me. This your precious blood that has brought me close to God. This your precious blood that has bought me out of slavery. This your precious blood that washes away all my sins. Oh, begin to talk to the Lord right now. Begin to talk to the Lord right now. Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. Drink, this is my blood, which was shed for you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. Oh yeah, the cup of blessing which we bless. It's the communion of the blood of Christ. The bread which we break. It's the communion of the body of Christ. Oh, this is the holy meal, the meal of God. Oh, 
Hallelujah. The body of Christ that was broken for our healing, broken so that the blood and the life of the Son of God could flow for us. This body is broken for you. May curses be broken. May difficulties be broken. May yokes be broken. May any challenging situation in your life be broken because of the body that was broken for us. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Take it. The precious blood I've been preaching about. This is the blood that has brought us near. This is the blood that is speaking for us. This is the blood that Jesus used to buy us back from the enemy. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. You may take it. Begin to thank God one more time. You want to thank God for the blood of Jesus. You want to thank God that the blood of Jesus is speaking for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the blood. We give you glory and we give you honor in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray today for everybody here. Send prosperity to the lives of your children. No matter what happens in our economy, let it be well with your children. Let them have what they will eat. Let them have what they will drink. Let them have a roof over their heads. Let them have clothes to wear. Let them be able to go and to come in the name of Jesus. Let them not be prevented by economy, O oh Lord. But Lord, because of your blessing that maketh rich, because of your blessing that maketh rich, and because you are the one that gives us the power to, to make wealth, let your children live with joy happily and in prosperity in the name of Jesus Christ none shall be poor amongst us none shall be in difficulty amongst us because of the blessing of the Lord shout your loudest amen shout another louder amen put your hands together for the Lord and you may be seated amen God bless you for listening to this anointed message. It was great having you, and we believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages regularly. God richly bless you.